Hello, and welcome to Getting to Know ACS with Tracy. And Jasmine. So today we are going to be talking with my BFF. Steve Romel from Mobilization and Deployment, also known as MoDEP. So, Steve, I have to um, ask you, well, to be completely honest, MoDEP is probably the program that I know least about. On, uh, Me too. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Because you know what? Word on the street is MoDEP don't do jack. <laughs> So, you know, we so want to... So my boss doesn't see that. Okay. <laughs> but we're going to uh, dispel that rumor sure we today. Are. We're going to talk about what is it that mobilization and deployment actually does. So if you can give us a little overview. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, so first of all, I mean, just to put it in a nutshell, it, it's anything we can do to help increase the readiness of deploying soldiers and families. And and with that, uh, the the sort of... Uh, capstone programs we have is anything dealing with family readiness group uh, that's normally headed by uh, uh, Wendy Ramos and uh, we all have to do each other's job from time to time but we have you know primary things but so you know having a strong FRG certainly helps when the troops are deployed okay so I'm gonna slow you down yeah. right there what's the FRG Family Readiness Group, and we call it SFRG now, Soldier Family Readiness okay, Group. Okay, because you know, some people don't know those acronyms, and sure. we're trying to. So, yeah, some people them. don't know ACS, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're doing these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go ahead, go ahead, continue. Yeah, so we've got the, we've got the FRG component, which uh, also they teach uh, CFRRs. Now I'm going to try to get this right. Command family readiness representative so okay. and that is a green suitor it used to be the uh, what we call the frisses the family readiness support assistance but they're now green suitors and those are our direct links we have what's called by the way a lot of this how we outreach is driven by our usc program unit service coordinator well, you got a lot of acronyms. Oh, we I mean, did. Well, this is this is the military, and I'm retired, so I'm com I'm comfortable. Well, like we can tell because you're throwing them out there like whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. Uh, so the USCs. Yeah, uh, the units are they're the they have a direct link and you know pipeline to the CFRRs, and normally they're like E6s, E7s, and lieutenants. Uh, the you know. At, we track them at battalion level and brigade level. Okay. Uh, and we have some low-density units and some other uh, other branches of service like uh, the Air Force. But but the, the thrust is is that we send them sort of value-added information like when Mikasa is, Mikasa Walk, um, uh, Run for the Fallen, uh, Parent Support, you know, things like that. And they, in turn, they are required to sort of let us know when they're deploying, when they're redeploying, things okay. like that. Because we have to do required pre-deployment briefs, and they're required by Headquarters Department of the Army. Okay, yeah. so yeah. what would that um, pre-deployment brief, what would that look like? Sure. Um, first of all, there are four required courses. By the way, it takes maybe an hour and 40 minutes at the most. Okay, okay. okay. So we've got uh, Red Cross, legal, financial readiness, and uh, let me see, uh, child youth services. Uh, USO, we teach Hearts Apart, and okay. AER. Okay. So those are things that we package together, and it's our, our responsibility to bring the outside uh, subject matter experts together, like legal and so forth. Okay. Um, Post-finance, to get them together to do a brief. We 
uh, orchestrate the agenda, send it to the unit. They're responsible for the venue, setting up any IT. And then, of course, we organize the briefers, and we brief we brief ourselves. And it has to be done within uh, a 90-day window from their their tor their advance party step stepping off. Right. Um, and we we do this. We do little things like that that aren't required for OCONUS missions, like when they go to NTC or JRTC. And what is OCONUS? <laughs> don't a, don't I mean, ask it's, me. It's stateside. Yeah, stateside. Well, OCONUS is, you know, far, you know, deploying outside the country. Okay. CONUS, CONUS is, state, is stateside. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, audience. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's part of learning. That, you yeah. Know, so, you know, go ahead. Now, I, now I'm, I'm going to have to go look it up and see what those mean. <laughs> But yeah. OCONUS is overseas, yeah, and CONUS yeah. is stateside. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you know what you're saying to me right now sounds like it has a lot to do with the soldier. So what is the benefit of mobilization and deployment for the family members? Glad you asked. Yeah. Hey. First of all, one of the things that we we highly reinforce with the unit is to invite their spouses and other family members to these pre-deployment briefings, because quite frankly, much of the information that that is passed out the spouse has to execute. Right. And we know if we just brief soldiers, uh, you know, from the time I first came in in the Marine Corps in 1976 to now. Oh, you're old. Not <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do I do like to say I was born during the Eisenhower administration. I'll just mess with but you. Yeah, yeah. Or when I can't get a certain bit of technology, I'm like, I'm a baby boomer. Don't, you know. <laughs> Uh, but no, so they have to execute a lot of that stuff. So we want to make sure that, that they show up so they understand what it is to do to not just, uh, I mean, our goal, all of ACS, by the way, is to not just have, um, you know, spouses survive, but sort of, you know, thrive. I love that. Yeah. Survive, not thrive. Thrive, thrive not thrive. survive. That's right. Through, so the, through the deployment. Um, another thing is uh, uh, Zena Molina teaches the care team. Now, care team is those volunteers that are handpicked by the battalion commander. They are a, uh, a unit that we train based on their individual skill sets to help a spouse out should they lose a soldier or is critically injured. And they have to be re requested. I mean, they just don't automatically come. And they're not a casualty notification. Right. Uh, but, but, I mean, it could be to uh, take the kids to school and pick them up, uh, cook meals, pick up folks from the airport, anything to sort of, you know, blunt the stress, you know, in those most challenging of, of times. That's what, that's what we do. Um, the other thing, uh, and this is on a, on a requested basis, not, not required, but we have a community resource brief. Okay. And, uh, and Mo does that as well for the most part. And that, he highlights, and they're briefing the services that sort of plug the holes that ACS doesn't quite cover. One example okay. would be the Child Crisis Center. We it talked about that. that. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, by the way, if you've never taken a tour, it's just off post. If you've never taken a tour, I highly recommend it. Okay. It's a very um, modern, clean facility. Yes. They really love the kids, too. Um, and you, they can stay there from, I think it's 72 hours to a year. Oh, a year. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, they, extend, they extended it. And, uh, <laughs> but to me, we talk about the, the Child Crisis Center because I, I look at it as a readiness issue. Yeah. Being, you know, as, a, as part of your family care plan because, you know, uh, 
the spouse that stays back normally takes care of the kids, right? Right. What if that spouse is in a car accident and it takes a couple days for grandma and grandpa to get out here to take care of the kids? Where do the kids go? Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is no option other than the child crisis center. Right. So they'll take them. And by the way, it's all free. They work off donations and grants, uh, things like that nature. So it's a really good organization. I tell many uh, FRG groups, go take a tour. They are very willing to do that. So the community resource brief uh, covers so much of that. Um, outside resources, outside of ACS, on Fort Bliss. And obviously, uh, in the greater community. Right. So, uh, yeah, we we do uh, all of that. So uh, we have what's called re- reintegration. Right. So when they when units come back, there are certain required classes they have to uh, they have to take. Um, we also teach the rear detachment. Uh, command. We call it, it's, it's actually the, the call it CCFSPCC. Oh, that one. It took Drop me a soup. Yeah, it took me a, a, a month of Sundays yeah. to remember that. Yeah. Um, but it's the uh, Company Commander First Sergeant Career Course. I love how I you just for. spit that out there yeah. quick. Well, that's, that's my baby. Oh, yeah. oh okay. okay. So it's like, let me get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, it's where we brief the entire, I mean, their training goes on for like an entire week, and we have like an afternoon between MWR and ACS to talk about our programs. Right. I talk about all the ACS programs and our operating stuff, you know, specific rear detachment commander stuff Mm -hmm. and first sergeant stuff. Uh, And then we have, uh, to go into detail, you know, we have our fat folks, family advocacy, and uh, our financial readiness people Mm -hmm. get into the weeds about those two things because those are the most critical uh, things Affecting not just you know families but all all soldiers as well. So um, and that reminds me of something. Given those things, we have there is a survey uh, or some analysis done by uh, some of the uh, um, ASAP folks. Okay. And Army Sus- Substance Abuse Program. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in conjunction with another uh, a psychiatric sort of group, I, I can't remember the name, but mm-hmm. they've identified those problems seven months out from from deployments. Okay. Yeah. The pe- people start getting antsy. There's, there's more domestic violence, screaming, uh, financial you know challenges. Mm-hmm. And, right. And, and so what we're trying to do right now and roll out is we're part of this... Uh, uh, insulation um, progress report team um, to roll out a new initiative using the USC's unit service coordinators as the venue to roll this program out to okay. say hey uh, contact a unit before they're going to deploy nine months out to say let's schedule some you know yeah. we, we send surveys out too so okay. the commanders can identify their their acute weaknesses if, right. if, you, if they if you will and so then we link them up with the proper subject matter expert to address okay. those areas. Okay. So that's another layer of how we're trying to uh, assist families, soldiers, single soldiers. Um, by the way, I do want to make a comment about single soldiers. Make that comment, I'm Steve. Make that comment. Listen, listen up, listen good. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when we, t- anytime we, you know, we, we all can give an ACS overview, right? Uh, I added a slide that says, single soldiers, so what? Because every time we brief, you know, when they, we say families, family programs. And they're like, I don't have no family. Uh, mm-hmm. Light switch goes off. But mm-hmm. what are we really talking about? The Army family, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So I specifically note 
things like AER. Army emergency, Army emergency relief. Yeah, you're going to have to help me with these because I just roll these up. You see, I'm just sliding them right in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ERP. Oh, employment rate is problem. Like, wait a minute, yeah, is this a, he threw me is off. It, is this a test? <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, you know, in case they ETS, you know, and so other pointed programs that specifically uh, they could have interest in. And I talk about how, hey, look, you need to know this stuff because at some point you may be a leader. Like all these guys, I'll tell you right now, when they come back from deployment, they're in E4, they're like, oh, I'm getting out. 16 years later, they got a diamond right, right there. Okay. You know? Yeah, they're yeah. first sergeants, you know. So they're, at some point, they're going to be policy influencers. And if you're yeah. an officer, you're a policy maker. So we try to, we try to bring these things out um, for our single soldiers because we, we, wanna, we want them to know we're not forgetting about them. Right. It's, it's for them as well. So um, that's part of a, a lot of what we do at MoDev. It, it is outreach. Okay, that, so that's yeah. the main focus yeah. of, of mobilization and deployment is outreach and making sure that the families are ready, like a family readiness group, making sure because, you know, the old adage is as soon as your soldier leaves, that's when everything starts to go wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, no, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So see us before you have, you know, pay me now exactly. or pay me later. Exactly. Right? Later is always more expensive. Mm-hmm. And we also, we embrace the entire you know, military community. As a matter of fact, I have a meeting. To, we, have an, we have an Air Force contingent here from, from the 149th Fighter Wing right. out of San Antonio. And they're here for, like, think six months or something like that. But we also have reserve units here who exactly. we, we cater to. Uh, so I have, a, I have a meeting with their family program readiness okay. uh, manager. Uh, and a wing, by the way, just so you know, is like a brigade size. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got and it. a okay. squadron is like a battalion size. Just to kind of oversimplify, they have... Two security squadrons here. So she called me and says, hey, I'd like to talk to see what is it that ACS can do for our folks on the ground while they're here. Right. So, you know, we outreach is sort of the cornerstone of, of what we do. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why, and that pretty much explains why the USC, the Unit Service Coordinators, why they fall under mobilization and deployment because they're, oh, yeah. they're all about outreach. Yeah. So I have another question, Steve, that I know that you guys, that mobilization and deployment is also involved in, and that's the EFACT, the um, Emergency Family, Family Assistance, Assistance Center. Center. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the EFACT Certainly. and when that would be stood up? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, the it is a, well, if there is a natural or man-made disaster or emergency, right? Um, uh, it, it does take either the senior mission commander, which is the, the general, okay. or post, post commander, or the if it's given down to the uh, garrison commander level, we have to be, have, get, gain approval okay. to, to stand up the EFAC. But the EFAC is, think of it as a, a kind of a sanctuary. Okay. During those time, during those times, mm-hmm. whether we have a massive flood, freeze, active shooter, things like that, th- they can come to us. One for information, okay, because we get pretty much um, the quickest updates from uh, public affairs. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, it, <clears throat> it's a place that people can come and say and kind of look. Hey, is my family member there? That sort of thing. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's you know safety information uh, and what we try to now my job is to go to the when, when these happen I I go to the emergency operations center okay and uh, uh, Tony Castignall used to operate the fact right he, great guy he's up at division now uh, but now so uh, Randall Jones is now run, gonna run our effect oh, okay yeah he's a retired Navy which I tell him it's almost like being in the military so. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, moving moving on. Randall, we digress. Yeah. Uh, so he's got that. So what we do is we we communicate with the EOC and the EFAC. Okay. They tell the me EOC. Kind of, the Emergency the Operations, Operations Center, Center. Okay. Up, up at Division. Okay. And so as we sort of like go back and forth as to, you know, what we can do to help. They give me updates on what's going on with them. And we have to brief the senior mission commander or the garrison commander and the battle captain up there. Okay. So everybody kind of knows what everybody's doing. And we also bring to bear at the like the Red Cross and, and USO mm -hmm. to bring uh, class one food and water, class one supplies. Right. Um, to the... Um, First responders, okay, you know where they're wherever they're staged at. So, uh, it's a real collaborative kind of. It's a community um, effort. Oh yeah, much. oh no, absolutely, yeah. And we work very closely, in, in many sort of uh, instances with CYS as well. Okay, you know, do we need to evacuate the children? Things like that. Oh, I see. So yeah, so it's uh, things are happening. You know, uh, when 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 uh, the balloon goes up, so to speak. You know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think we dispelled the the rumor. <laughs> That they didn't do anything. That they didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were just sitting over there. No. Just over at the I tell you, this, this is taking a lot out of me. I'm going to take a nap after this, so <laughs> don't tell but, anyone. But, you know, you gave us a lot of great information. Yeah. And like I said, I think, you know, even for me, like I said, as long as I've been here, mobilization and deployment, I knew the least amount about. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think you kind of... In a nutshell, a very tight little nutshell, <laughs> that you yeah. kind of gave us a good overview well, of what all you, you guys do. Thanks for helping with the acronyms, too. <laughs> throwing, throwing those out like candy. Hey, you know, I had to get my voice in here yeah. some kind of way. <laughs> Are you saying I talk too much? <laughs> Never. And you said don't freeze. <laughs> and you there didn't you freeze. There you go. So, Steve, one of the questions that we like to ask um, when we're coming to the end of our podcast uh, that we'd like to ask our guests is, you know, you work for ACS, so tell me, what brings you the most joy working at ACS? Oh, geez. I, first of all, the job satisfaction I get and how it's framed. Okay. In other words, I am not the kind of guy that uh, we talked about this earlier. I don't want to see client after client, like kind of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and those other jobs that have to do that are critical. So I get to go out and you know, explore, outreach, talk to units, things of that nature, get a feeling for what they need, mm -hmm. you know, um, pass on information. I, we even pass on information to, we go right sometimes to the brigade commander who really appreciates a lot of this stuff that we, we provide. Right. So it, it's just the, the matter in which we have to execute our duties that I absolutely love. Um, and our boss does give us, uh, you know, the kind of, free reign to take initiative and i tell you when you can take initiative and you do well you feel fulfilled i feel fulfilled oh look at you <laughs> feeling fulfilled <laughs> well steve you know again thank you so much for joining us yeah. today and giving us this great information about mobilization and deployment and you know we'll we may have you come back on again and and talk a little more because i can tell you're very passionate <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> so, sorry if I came up a no, little too zealous. No, that's great. And we love it because that just shows how much you love ACS and what you do. So, yeah. But with that being said, again, thank you so much for joining us today. So this is getting to know ACS. Getting to know ACS. It's right there. It's like it's right there. Yeah. Getting to know ACS with Tracy. And Jasmine. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell. Bye. Bye. <laughs>